The reading we just read is from the day, not proper to July 4th, but I think it's applicable in just the very most general of sense, being cured. Our nation, once a bastion of Christianity, Christian morals and freedom is now being threatened. And we ask for prayers to cure her. We ask for our Lord to lay his hands down upon her, just as he did upon this little girl. In many ways, we're dying. We need to be resurrected. And one of the ways to be resurrected, I believe, in our case of our country on this, the founding of our nation, and it's really not the celebration of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. That's kind of a confusion. I did a talk yesterday, and uh, no, Saturday, and really the uh, freedom from England or, or independence from England was declared on July 2nd but they took two days to edit a document to be able to present as the official um, declaration, and that was on July 4th. And later, it wasn't even signed to August the 2nd. So we talked about all that, but that being said, one of the surest ways I mentioned on that talk that you wanna wipe out a civilization is wipe out its history, wipe out its history. And somebody might say, why would you want to wipe out the history of the United States, the founding fathers and their vision for the longest enduring constitution in the history of the world were brilliant men? Why would you want to wipe that out? I believe because the founding was of Christian foundation. When you look people today, and yes, there are a lot of claims uh, that Freemasonry was in there. And I'm going to be doing a talk about that on Saturday of this upcoming week on Freemasonry. But this is interesting because the Declaration of Independence that I just mentioned itself says there is a reliance on the protection of divine providence. It's mentioned right in the Declaration of Independence. It's an invoking of the need for God's protection. You know, the United States started officially in 1776, but way before that, there were Catholic missionaries, not pilgrims. The first settlement in St. Augustine, Florida, or St. Augustine, as I say, was Catholic. Even before that, do you know the first act of public worship in the United States the very first one ever was a Catholic mass in 1526 in North Carolina, St. Michael's Mission, North Carolina, 1526. The very first public act of worship. So when people say, well, Father, the country really wasn't Catholic, it's Protestant. Yeah, that's true. There was many anti-Catholic views, but the very first public act of worship was a Catholic mass, 1526. Now, much later, here comes the pilgrims. But at least two, when they landed, their first words were in the name of God, amen. Then came the Puritans, slightly after. They created Bible Belt commonwealths, all right? And these commonwealths, 
practice the same government, the same kind of government as their church covenants. Now, here's what's interesting. Many of those had many of those commonwealths. This is very interesting. Covenants were the foundation for our constitution. The constitution was based on these covenants, on these government covenants. Now, the Puritans separated church and state. This is true, all right? But they clearly thought that the government should support, protect, and promote true Christianity. That's interesting. You know, all but two of the first 108 universities founded in America were Christian. 106 of the first 108. And I've read this before, but I, I always point to this. The very first university, Harvard, do you know what their student handbook had 10 rules of life? This is Harvard, 10 rules of life. And the number one rule of life in the Harvard handbook, quote, let every student be plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider well the main end of his life and studies is to know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life, John 17, 3. And therefore, to lay Jesus Christ as the only foundation for our children to follow the moral principles of the Ten Commandments. That was student handbook number one rule of life at Harvard University, as I said before. I would like to look that up and see what it says now. You know, a lot of people say, well, Father, the country was formed by deists. Actually, there's virtually no evidence that more than a handful of deists were involved in the founding of the United States. Freemasonry, we're going to again talk about that on Saturday. There are problems, yes. But the foundation, and our founders referenced the Bible more than all the Enlightenment authors combined. We were founded on Judeo-Christian principles, and I believe that's why history is being wiped out in our country. You know, in 1776, Every non-Native American, so not the Indians, but every non-Native American, except for 2,500 Jews, Jewish people, said they were Christian. Basically, the whole nation. Interesting. 1782, the Congress of the United States put the Holy Bible in all public schools. Boy, have we forgotten our history. Separation of church and state, I just mentioned, that's not in the Constitution. It always makes me interested when I see these news reports that we can't violate the Constitution of church and state. It's not in the Constitution. Separation of church and state came from a letter of Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury Baptists in Danbury, Connecticut, down the road here. Not to protect the state from the church, to protect the church from the state. That was the meaning. Boy, how we have misconstrued. And the First Amendment, you all remember that, right? Freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. Well, we can't forget freedom of religion. That's the First Amendment. 
a freedom of religion. And finally, you know, 56 men signed the Declaration of Independence. Almost half of them were from Bible seminaries. Bible seminaries. Hmm. And many continental congresses called for Christian prayer, fasting, and thanksgiving. A lot of people will try to crush out Christianity. You can't crush out the foundation of a nation and expect the nation to survive. I think many know what they're doing by trying to stamp that out. But listen to our church, or excuse me, our founding fathers. Here's just a few. John Adams. The general principles on which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. George Washington. While we are zealously performing the duties of good citizens and soldiers, <clears throat> we certainly ought not to be inattentive to the higher duties of religion. To the distinguished character of patriot, it should be our highest glory to add the more distinguished character of Christian. Benjamin Franklin, at the Constitutional Convention, I therefore beg to move that henceforth prayers imploring the assistance of heaven and its blessings on our deliberations. This is before the Constitutional Convention. Be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to business and that one or more of the clergy of this city officiate in that service. Samuel Adams proclaimed a day of fasting that wars may cease on earth and that the confusions that have been among the nations may be overruled by promoting that holy and happy period when the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ may be everywhere established. God bless you, Samuel Adams. Patrick Henry, give me liberty or give me death, right? Yes, but he also said it cannot be emphasized too strongly and too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists, but by Christians. And finally, my all-time favorite, John Jay. What a patriot. See if you hear anything about divine mercy in this one. The Bible will also inform them that our gracious creator has created for us a redeemer in whom all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. That this redeemer has made atonement for our sins and the sins of the whole world. And hereby reconciling the divine justice with divine mercy has opened a way for our redemption and salvation. John Jay talking about divine mercy. This is why the history of this nation, founded on Judeo-Christian principles, is trying to be canceled, wiped out, and destroyed. Let us pray for our country. Yes, there are problems. We know this. There are problems, and you know, nobody mentions the problems the Catholics faced. Yeah, there are a lot of problems based on race and based on social class and all that. But do you ever hear anybody mention that almost every one of the colonies 
except Maryland had anti-Catholic laws. We Catholics were just as much a victim as anyone. We could not serve, ostracized, land taken. But nobody mentions that. But yet, we somehow found a way. And so this is what we pray for. There is hope. Divine mercy, as we said, John Jay said. Let us pray for the United States. You know, our founders said, democracy requires a moral people. And morality is not possible without faith. You don't have faith, you don't have morality. You don't have morality, you don't have democracy. And anybody's wondering why we're seeing our democracy in jeopardy? Look at that equation. You don't have faith, you don't have morality. You don't have morality, you don't have democracy. So let us keep praying. You know, I, I just got back on a pilgrimage and we went to the shrines of France and we got to see the miraculous metal shrine. And I'll be talking about a little bit more of this in the future. And the beautiful places, Lourdes, La Salette, life-changing. My experience at La Salette was like no place I've ever been. But not even on the calendar or not even on the schedule was Normandy. Well, people who know me well, <laughs> I had a talk with the tour company and the guide and we were, enabled, we were able to finagle half a day to veer up and to go to Normandy. It was made optional for all the people. Everybody came. So we pull up, <clears throat> and I don't know if you've ever seen the first 10 minutes of Private Ryan, but that movie, they say, was reflective pretty accurately of what those men went through. And as those first amphibious landing crafts were approaching the beachhead, they knew they were going to die, the first ones. But they knew they had to die for the ones that came behind them. And so as I'm sitting there looking over the cliffs at the exact place at Omaha Beach and Utah Beach, it was surreal knowing that you were on that ground where the bravest men I believe in the history of the world landed. And then as you walk up, there's the crosses as far as the eye could see. And it was funny because it was in 1966 that the president of France, de Gaulle, said, I want, by the end of the year, every American soldier out of France. And he said, by the end of the year, I want every soldier out of France. And it was the Secretary of State at the time, Dean Rusk, God bless him, who looked at de Gaulle and said, does that include the dead ones? Because there are a lot of American soldiers that are buried around the world that have given us the freedom to worship here today. Let us not forget them as we give thanks to God for our nation, 
our freedom, for those who died before us, for those who have given the ultimate sacrifice to make this nation possible, many before 1776 and many after 1776. But most of all, <clears throat> that we have the inalienable right and that by our constitutions, we are given the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And there's only one way you're gonna find true happiness, God. So let us say thank you this day as we offer prayers for all those who have died for this nation, all those who will, and not for us to give up on her. Yes, there's some corrections that have needed from the past, but we pray those wounds will be healed and we pray that God will bless us and continue to give us the grace we need to move forward as a bastion of freedom. But most of all, let's bring back our foundation principles, that of Christianity. God bless America. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.